To all be patty special. I sit alone in my four cornered room staring at candles. Well, that shit is on. Let me drop some shit like this here. Welcome back to the Bottom of the Pit podcast, where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. I am, as per usual, Mick Whoopi Goldberg of the Food Chain, and today I have brought back on... Carvin Chicken. What's up, y'all? Love the names, too. I always got to acknowledge that. Yep. Carvin Chicken is joining me today, and we are taking a bit of a turn. I am completely without notes today, so if I start to ramble... Carbon chicken will set me back on track, but we're, but I didn't take any notes, and it's not that I'm not taking it seriously, it's just we're on a different topic today. Um, Usually it's about fighting games exclusively, but um, this is something that's close to both of our hearts, we we bond over this all the time, we've recorded something previously about it, and it came back, and we both finally finished the series, Mm -hmm. so we're going to talk about it. Uh, uh, Carbon chicken, you might might want to um, let them know what that is. Well, it's the pop culture's phenomenon on netflix which is basically the british new age version of twilight zone is the black mirror black mirror season five came out came out later than usual because they came out with their and i know that you thought it was like lots of their bandersnatch movie that yeah. came out earlier this year which they always usually release their their seasons december or january they released the movie but they released season five six months later and at first, I was like, really? Three episodes? It, it felt like season one again, where we're just like, why? Yeah, where you you just, like, without realizing it, you're on to season two. Yeah. Because season one was only a couple episodes, too. Yeah, it's really weird, because every season was pretty, it was getting one episode more and more and more, and I was like, they got a lot to work with just to keep the fans satisfied for three episodes. Yeah, that kind of, that kind of sucks, too, because um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people were looking forward to more Black Mirror. Yeah. When you see, when someone that has previously had, you know, 10 episodes a season, six episodes yeah. a season, um, when they drop a season that's only three episodes, it's really lackluster. It could be three of the greatest episodes. Yeah. And you'll still have that, is that it? Yeah. Taste in your mouth. You yeah, know what I mean? You kind of just want more and you want more to compare to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a big thing because season four had, I want to say either five or six episodes and they're a lot, they're a lot, they're big different. They're all different. And you can compare and contrast which one's better, but then this one's just like, you only got three. Three episodes. You can't really compare and contrast them because they're also very, very different. Um, uh, The first one isn't even too far into the future. It's kind of in in the realm of of where we're at now, almost. Well, the beginning of the episode is where we're at. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at in the beginning. Yeah, Yeah. because there is a time skip about 10... 15 years. I think it was like 11 years? Yeah, right around that. It was like an odd number. And it's not the far, far future as some episodes or weird type of technology. Yeah. And and, and I would say like all three episodes are very American. Are very American. Yeah, well they have... There's only one that's very British, but it has a big American influence into it. Right. And and all three episodes, every single one of them have big name actors in them. Oh, or, or they, big names. They they're, they're they, they kind of went out to get some yeah. big known celebrities. And I don't know about you, but I didn't like that at all. I. I mean, I love Anthony Mackie. I um, I, I, I didn't like really Steve. like how 
they were promoting more the actors than the ideas. I it was always about the ideas rather than the actors. Personally, for Black Mirror, right. it's the concept and then the actors. I mean, yeah, I mean, because when they had their first shot trailer, they just showed Miley Cyrus, Anthony Mackie, Topher Grace. Like Topher, like anyone likes Topher Grace. Is there a single Topher Grace fan out there? If you're in that seventy shows, but that's besides like, the point. Like really, like I'm still mad about Spider-Man Three forever I, and ever. Let's get over it. But it's you know like it's starting to, to. I really hope that they don't start doing this trend where they're pushing for more of the celebrities than the ideas. Because, but I mean, we'll we'll talk more in depth about the episodes and what we liked about it, how the season was overall. Yeah. Is it, I guess. I mean, we're not going to go, like, synapsis-wise in each episode. We're just going to express our feelings towards it in the overall Black Mirror realm. Yeah, yeah. How, how it's kind of turning out. Now, I will say, episode one, Striking Vipers, was the <laughs> most talk-about episode of this season. Yeah. Just because of, what the f... Do, okay, if you're going to watch this episode, do not watch it with your bros. It'll, you will get uncomfortable. Yeah, it'll get a little weird, like, you know, once it gets going... And, you know, you kind of look to your side. I see Carbon Chicken. I see, especially if, like, I'm watching with a Jamaican Shake mm-hmm. or Bonsai Wolf Burger. It'll, it'll get really strange and it'll be really quiet for a long time. I kind of felt offensive by this episode. Why? In the sense, like, I understand, like, as Americans, I don't know if this is, like, a British view of Americans. I know we're horn dogs. But we don't play games just to bang, or like create characters just to bang. Right. And I felt like this episode with their VR, I liked their VR it was really, type of concept. It was, it was really cool. cool. You go into the game, which is a Street Fighter-esque type of vibe to yeah, it, which is pretty cool. And it kind of ties into our shows. Yeah, yeah, it, it ties into <laughs> video games, exactly. Very, very lightly. And you become the character, like physique, sexually, you feel everything. And it's an interesting idea. But all they did was have sex. And it never really felt like... There was only one scene where it kind of felt like, yeah, I think they're kind of gay. But it it didn't really feel like it was pushing that message. It was just more like they just made each other feel good. It it made me confused and uncomfortable. And I was like, are we still back to this whole like video games? It's just violent sex. And it's just for immature people to an extent. And I'm like, we've grown past that, personally. You see, I liked... I, 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 I kind of liked the episode. I kind of liked the episode. Um, well, as a fighting gamer, like, yeah. of course, I was critiquing the hell out of, like, the fighting game in, like, Striking Vipers. Yeah. Um, that's totally irrelevant. That's just something I was doing. I was like, ah, that's not really balanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they're just bad at playing the game. Um, <clears throat> uh, anyway, there was a, a line in the episode that that I didn't like, but... I wasn't surprised, uh, just given how the landscape of whatever that game is, yeah. where it was after, um, maybe, maybe before I go on, we should do a quick synopsis of the episode. Okay, yeah. Okay, then, then I'll hop back on that point. Yeah. Uh, the episode focuses around this, 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 um, this guy, he's played by Anthony Mackie, we'll just call him Anthony Mackie. And, and the guy who plays Black Pal, Black Manta from Aquaman's in there too. Oh, yeah, that's him. Is that, that, is that yeah. Carl? I, yeah, Carl. Carl, mm-hmm. Carl and let's call him Carl Anthony Mackie. Mm-hmm. Um, they were best friends, right? They were best friends all their life. They yeah. grew up playing this game called Striking Vipers, right? Mm-hmm. It's this game. Well, it's a fighting game. It's got... It's a, it's a fighting game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got this character... Um, shoot, I can't think of what the... I Lance. Can't. Lance was, like, the, the Ryu type. Mm-hmm. And then we, they have Roxette was the Chun-Li type. Mm-hmm. They're just, you know, boom and boom. 
and they each played each character respectively. Carl was a Roxette player, and Anthony Mackie was the Lance player. Yeah. And Anthony Mackie was, was no good at the game. But that's okay. They're just having a good time. Right? And that was, like, in the past. And it does, like, a jump cut. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, in 11 years, you know, his girlfriend, Anthony Mackie's girlfriend at the time, they're married. They have a kid? Yeah, they have a kid. Okay, they have a kid. They, yeah. They're married. They have a kid. Uh, Carl comes back into their life for their kid's birthday. Or his birthday, I'm sorry. His birthday. Yeah. And you show that Anthony Mackie's not that fun anymore. He's not that spontaneous anymore. He fell into, like, the... The dad life. The, yeah, exactly. Into the dad life. He's, yeah. a, he's a husband and a father, and he's he's kind of boring. But Carl is still young, wild, and free. Yeah, well, he's exactly. the same age, I imagine. But he's young, like a, wild, and free. Mm-hmm, banging, I mean, having sex with girls his age back then. Yeah. He's yeah, a 40-year-old yeah, man still swinging it wild. Still macking on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but... But, you know, they, you know, they reconnect and stuff. And you see, and they start to, like, get along and stuff. Mm-hmm. They start to, like, rekindle their friendship. Yeah. Because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. But, um, then, uh, Carl, he gets him this game. Uh, Strike and Vipers X. Mm-hmm. It's on this new, new wave console for the, whatever console they're playing. It's, like, I, this new, like, VR. It's, like, yeah. a VR thing. I don't remember if they put on headsets. They, uh, they put a little circular disc on their, okay. side of their, uh, their head. Like a San Junipero type of thing. Yeah. Exactly like that, actually, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so they had the little San Junipero thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they put that on your head, and then you become the character. Which, this is something I brought up to, uh, my fiancé who I was watching it with. Yeah. Um... That creates all kinds of balancing issues in the game itself if the players are controlling the characters. Because I was like, well, the only people who would be able to win at this game at tournaments would be like martial arts masters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that's totally... Irrelevant totally, right now. That's totally irrelevant to the story, everyone. Just That just went, went through my head. Um, uh, do you want to continue? And they rekindle. They start flag fighting. Anthony Mackie's character admits that he's not that good. Obviously, Carl is better. And he starts, you know, beating his ass because Carl's playing as the chunky character. Yeah. And Anthony Mackie's playing as, as you say Vance, right? Uh, Lance. Lance. The Lance, and, Ryu. Lance and Roxette. Lance and Roxette. And, you know, he gets his ass beat. And obviously, the characters are really close, like physically close right, after fine. he beat his ass. And as per usual, hot tension in the air, your adrenaline is pumping, they start making out. Obviously, they realize, what are we doing? This is weird. This is a video game. And then they pursue. They did it. And they leave. He's confused. He's shocked. Does he feel like he cheated on his wife? Is he gay? Did he just really have sex with his best friend? And there's a, you know, a period of time where... They aren't talking, and he misses it. They get, he gets right back onto the game and starts doing it, doing it, and doing it again. Right, it becomes like a regular thing. Yeah, it comes, becomes a regular thing. And there are scenes where his wife is, hey, do you want to have sex? Like, you know, I'm feeling frisky tonight. And Anthony Mackie's character is, no, I'm too tired. You know, obviously lying. Like, right. This is like a cheating type ass, you know, drama episode. Like, he feels bad. But he likes what he's doing, but he feels guilty at the same time. Like every type of soap drama. And it, it gets to a point where she's like, you know what? Let me invite him over to dinner. Maybe because, you know, we can all have fun, be like our young self. Yeah, like the old days. Yep. 
And that caused a litany of issues. He starts to back away from Carl. Like, I don't really want to do this anymore. This is weird. I got a wife. And they stop. He, he cuts it off. And obviously, Carl gets jealous. And starts talking to him. Starts harassing him, text message-wise. You could think of this as like a, you know, like a harassment-type episode. But a male-to-male, not a male-to-female yeah. type of thing. And he starts admitting, like, oh, man, I, I've been doing this in, 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 different, in different rooms, man. You know, but it don't feel good, man. Yo, I fucked a polar bear, man. <laughs> a polar bear. And it starts to get to a point where it starts to get uncomfortable. Now, I want to stop you yeah. right there uh-huh. so I could hop on the point I was making before the synopsis. Because yeah. that was the line I was going to talk about. Yeah. But it wouldn't have made any sense unless yeah. we, we talked about the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, that was the line. He was like, man, I, I fucked other people that was like the same avatar. You know, I fucked Lance and all these characters. And I fucked the polar bear. Right? <laughs> and then, and that bothered me. And I, I didn't like that. Not because, you know, because he, he fucked the polar bear. Yeah. That's, that's whatever. You're in the game, whatever. But this is supposed to be a fighting game. Yeah. Right? You're supposed to go in here and you're supposed to fight each other. Yes. And, but everyone's like fucking each other. Yes. And that, I'm not sure if they meant that. If they meant this, but what I get from that is that's probably 100% chance, so I guess that's definitely, uh, that's definitely what would happen in that scenario. You wouldn't, uh, I even brought this up when I was watching it, I was like, I feel like it would be hard to actually get into a fight in this game. Because I feel like it would devolve into, you know, thirsty, horny men. Yeah. Um, they'll go in there, probably play as Lance or one of the male characters that yeah. are just traditionally male, and they'll go into to ranked match or player match, yeah. and they'll wait to get paired up with like a Roxette or one of the female characters, and then they'll try to be like, hey, you want to fuck? You want to fuck? And if they don't fuck, rage quit or something. Like yeah, that. obviously. I feel like at least at the end of that gameplay span, and what I think what would happen, I know I'm taking a big tangent, <laughs> is that. Uh, when the game comes out for for a while, I think it'll become that. Yeah. And I feel like even when newer games come out, that will stay as just like like a red light district. Yeah. You know what I mean? People just oh, we only get on that strike and fight with X. Yeah. Strike. And he said that, and he said it like that. Call. <laughs> like it was like secretive, like mm-hmm. type of like underground. And I feel like at, at that point it wouldn't be it would it would just evolve into not a fighting game yeah. anymore. It would just be a place where you just have sex with each other. Yeah, and I think the overall premise of the episode, like the grand scheme, is technology is going to take us to a place where now we can find sex in a safer and a more erotic way. Yeah. Like instead of just having sex VR, we're just going to create our own realm in in a video game. And I get it. It's just as a gamer. I just never liked that perception of yeah. us just being complete horn dogs. It's like we have other things. We would mm. love a game like that, but for an adventure. Yeah. Like an adventure game. Yeah. And, I mean, if you could bang NPCs in the adventure game, say it's like you know, a Witcher or like a Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> I think that would be great. I mean, yeah, yeah. But, you know, besides the point, besides the I... Point, yeah. I, I, I like the ending of the episode. Okay, yeah, go I, on. Go I, on think, I think it was a good conclusion where he finally does come out to tell his wife. Yeah. And 
there was a scene earlier where his wife was fed up and she looked like she was attempting to cheat, but didn't when she went out to the bar. And then he came out, told her, you never seen the conversation, right, but it's this, assumed. what this, what this, this season does is they have these end credits where there's extra scenes, but there's no real dialogue with characters. Yeah. And in this that. one, you see, you just see uh, Anthony Mackie's character and there's a calendar that says once a month. And your head is like, okay, they agreed once a month that he can do this. Yeah. He can go out. And then you see a scene of his wife going out once a month. Right, to get, you know, find a, a young piece out there. Yep. And it's an agreed mutual de- uh, agreement, which personally, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't know, but whatever makes a relationship happy yeah, for yeah, all three people. For them. You know, it's, it's fine. And I thought that was a mature type of thing to do. Well, and it's something adults would do. And know? I was wishing that they would have got to that way sooner, but I felt like the two main characters were kind of acting like kids. Yeah, well, well, it's, um, it's like a complicated situation, because can you imagine, like, that's like your best friend, like your best male friend, and then, like, you're both in different bodies, yeah. right, and things get all messed up, like, you start having sex with, like, your male best friend, but he's in, like, a sexy, like, female body... And, you know, it feels good. You're having, like, your brain is like, we're having sex with a woman right yeah. now. This is woman sex. It's not your best friend because he looks like a woman, sounds like a woman, different name, and just different everything. Yeah. So I get the, so it's, the emotions are different because, like, consciously, you know, that's, like, that's my best friend. But, yeah. like, subconsciously, your genitals and your body is like, oh, yeah. Yep. And so yeah. they're, they're trying to work all that out. They that's like a a whole complicated situation. None of us could even imagine. Don't understand. I just I expect more from Black Mirror personally. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. As far as Black Mirror, because I feel like that's more of like a CW Warner Brothers type s type of episode where it's just a bunch of melodrama. And I don't really like melodrama, and especially in the Black Mirror, I like high concept and expanding my mind and thought. And it didn't really do that. Right. It, it doesn't leave you, like, wondering, like, where humanity could go and should it go there. Yeah. It just leaves you, like, thinking about, is that gay? Is that not gay? That's really what you only think about at the end. Yeah, yeah. It's like, are they, is that and, gay? Is and, Carl gay? But he only likes to do this in the in the female body. Yeah. He doesn't do it outside. Is he gay for his best friend? Oh, but, yeah, there's a scene where he says, just kiss me. Yeah. And they kiss and they don't feel anything. Yeah, and there's nothing there. They don't like they don't like each other like that in the real world, just in the striking vipers X. Mm-hmm. But they're still like each other, and they know they're each other. Yeah. Like one's being catfished by the other. Yeah, they knew from the jump they're each other, and it's still um, played out that way. But that's the only thing you really think about. You're like, is that is that gay? Yeah, which is not like when you have a high concept show, like your fan base should be wondering. Right, because at the end of the day, that's a question that doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, is that gay? It's like, who cares? Yeah, that's stuff that you worry about like when you're middle and high school. Yeah, you're not worried about that as an adult. It's not like, but should technology go so far as to let us go into games like this? No, I mean, it doesn't care because no one really got hurt if they didn't have sex with each other. There was an episode in like season two where they went to that weird like Hideo Kojima video game VR when he broke in. Remember that? Um, it was an earlier one when he went to the haunted house. Oh, playtest. Playtest. Play yeah. That was a better concept. Right, and it was pretty much the same concept. Yeah. It, but, you know, it was in a much better done way, I guess. Yeah. And it wasn't really that adolescent. It was, yeah, and it was pretty much asking kind of the same question. Mm-hmm. It's like, should we let 
technology get this far? How and this is pretty whole, Yeah, yeah. But that's besides the point. I'm just saying this is subpar episode, personally. I thought I wasn't very impressed with it, with it either. Um, at the end of the day, I was like, okay, I mean, everyone acted well, I guess. Mm-hmm. But episode two, Smithereen, was by far the best one of the season. Yeah, I really enjoyed Smithereen. It is, at its core, a Black Mirror episode, but without grand technology, but it still spoke enough as a strong message. It brought me back all the way to the first episode. Exactly. Like, About social media. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, we're taking it back a few steps. Yes, and this episode took place mainly in a car. Yeah, yeah. the fact that it kept it so small scale, it's really impressive. And this this episode just, it, it involves an app called Smithereen, which is basically Twitter. Right. It's obviously Twitter. And it involves a British guy, I think his name is Charlie or something. He gets... He's just—he seems like he's depressed. He's like antisocial, and he does an Uber type job, picks up people. But he's been only picking up people from this big corporate office. And one day he just snaps, pulls a gun off this young black intern, asking him to 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 call Billy Billy Bobber or whatever. Billy Bauer. Billy, Billy, Billy Bauer. I want to talk to him. I want to talk to him. And it seems like oh, he wants to get money or something. Mm-hmm. Like you know, a novice threat. And he's an intern, so, like, there's so many hoops that you have to go through to talk to, like, corporate level, which actually shows the bullcrap into that whole type of uh, construct of our, or just structure of, like, you know, it's really hard to talk to your boss yeah, in these yeah. type of uh, businesses. Big corporations. Yeah. And, you know, eventually he gets chased down by the cops and his car gets screwed up and he's stuck in the middle of a cornfield. And that's mainly where the whole show takes place. In you, that cornfield. Yep. And the first instance where I was like, yep, this is going to go downward, when those kids start taking pictures, start posting on smithereens, right. start posting stuff, instead of doing the right thing and leaving, the, that's the issue. Like they were told. Yeah. Yeah, like they were told. Sometimes it's not good to stand there in the middle of potential gunfire. I mean, to, to, to the kids' defense, they weren't allowed to grab their bikes, yeah. and they were in the middle of nowhere. Fair enough. Where they Fair enough. hike it all the way home. Fair enough. I, I understand that. And I thought the main character, and I thought there were two dialogues inside the car were pretty good. Like Yeah, I love the relationship that kind of like formed between they them. They were scared. And you saw the frantic, and you saw that he was not going to give up at all. No, because like, he knew that this is, like, this is it. This is the end of the line for me. I did this on purpose. They finally get to a point where they actually talk to the CEO, COO. And uh, she's a... Uh, Penelope yeah. what her name is. In America. This is an America-based yeah. company. And they start, you know, she's starting to deflect. Say, can't talk to Billy. He's at a... A... A, a re- silent a retreat. Silent retreat, yeah. yeah. Which sounds so snobbish for a rich person. Yeah. And she, but, was, she was real corporate about yeah. everything. Everything she did, she was very corporate about everything. And what scared me, and this is the Black Mirror thing, is they were able to... A corporation were able to hack his phone. So they can listen in what he's saying inside the car. Yeah, yeah. This is when a lot of the Black Mirror elements start coming in. Then he logs into Smithereen. They get it being a thing that he he, he logged in. Right, they knew it immediately. Mm-hmm. He's been inactive for, I think, four or five years. And then you realize why. He starts opening up. Right, saying, to the kid in the yeah, car. He, he, his wife died. Oh, no. That's when he opened up to when he got on the phone with Billy. Billy. Yeah. They finally get to Billy, who's in the middle of the desert. Right in the middle. Freaking Who's middle. played by Topher Grace. Right. 
But that's besides the point. He did a okay yeah. job. And he's like your typical Silicon Valley boss. Yeah, he's yeah, psycho T, long hair, slim. About like retreats and yeah. we have. He had the type. He yeah, was the type. You just had him in his head, mm-hmm. and that's exactly who it was. And you know, he opens up saying like, "What? You understand why he wanted to talk to him? It right. wasn't for ransom. It was legitimately to fucking vent because he was addicted to social media. This is a victim." Of addiction to social media. Right. He was an addict. He posted constantly. Constantly. And he said... And he got into a car accident. That he was hit by a drunk driver, but he couldn't avoid it if he didn't look at the phone. And he got a bing. And it was all for... Yeah, he was in the middle of nowhere. Like, he was in the middle of nowhere, but he was on an empty road. Yeah. Had he been paying attention, he would have seen headlights. Yeah. He would have seen them way before he did. But go on. And he said all for... It wasn't worth it. It was all... It, all for a fucking dog-like photo. And he crashed. And all he wanted to do is tell him that, like, your fucking app did this to me. Your app made an addict. Which is, is a two-way street. Yeah. Because, yes, it the app, they're predatory. As you saw, like, the owners can hack into your phone and listen to you. Can oh, yeah. no one ever be logged in and just get so much data. Like, legit... I'm going I'm to I'm be honest with you. I was looking at flights to go to Scotland. I went to Instagram. There was an advertisement post that says cheap flights from Philadelphia to, to Scotland. Uh, I am I mean, shit you not. No, I, be, I believe They are constantly knowing what you're accessing off the app to put their analytics into their app to get you hooked. And so some weak-minded people, it is addictive. You can say to yourself, I'm not an addict. I wouldn't get addicted to social media. Doesn't mean the person next to you won't. Yeah. Because what if they haven't got, you know, a, a, a real personal life in their eye, in, in their actual life, but they have a life in their phone because they feel wanted, they feel loved, they feel inspired to do things in their phone, and people get addicted, and then you start being manipulated by these advertisements. And that's what uh, the Billy, yeah, Billy opens up. He says, like, yeah, I'm a corporate fucking puppet, which in, in the context sounded like he was being a little bitch, kind of, yeah, yeah. but it's kind of true. A lot of these faces aren't really the runners, uh, the owners of the company. It's shareholders. It's advertisement departments. Yeah. They're the owners. and Because they're the ones that sponsor and pay for everything. And it's all these entities that made a man snap. Made a man snap and do all these crimes. Potentially, he looks like he's going to kill somebody. But all he wanted to do was talk to the owner. Right. Say, like, you fucking destroyed my life. Right. You Let did this. Yeah. Let him know that this is... Because of your app. I mean, there is this thing where he should take some responsibility, but I yeah. feel like he does. No, no, he does. Like, he said it's my why, fault. That's why he's there. But he wanted to let him know. Him know, like, how it was his fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, even, but even, like, Billy Bauer, like, he was, like, he said, I never intended for uh, Smithering to be this way. Yeah. It was supposed to be predatory, you weren't supposed to be addicted. I believe that. It. it was, like, for fun. Yeah, it was pretty convincing about it. Yeah, I believe that. And he was, like, all these people got their money in their hands and pockets, and it became what it is now, and yeah. I hate it. And then he, like, quit it, like, in that same monologue. Yeah. He was, like, he was, like I came on a five-day five, five uh, day silent retreat. It became seven-day retreat. Actually, I quit. <laughs> yeah, and then the car- Charlie's character was, like, shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. <laughs> Yeah. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, it, it it went to there and there is, it goes back to, you know, that's it. And he says, like, I have nothing else to live. And then the guy he kidnapped starts to warm up. He's like, dude, like, just, just give up. I won't say that you threatened me. I won't say that you really hurt me. You just need some help. And he's like, I got all the help I need. I'm done. 
And, you know, it looks like he's going to be kill himself. He yeah. says, just get out. I don't want you to get hurt. Just be slow. And he drops the gun. And I understand his motive. He grabbed the gun because he doesn't want him to kill himself. Yeah. And then they start fighting. And then they give the go-ahead to shoot. Right, when they get a clear shot. Yeah, clear that's shot. When it, that's when it um it cuts to black. You hear it pulls the trigger. They pull the trigger. cuts to black. And they have this beautiful rendition of Andy Williams. I can't take my eyes off of you. Is that the song now? Yes. Playing? By Andy Williams, and it's left so ambiguous, and I think that the song fits the overall tone of the episode. I can't keep my eyes off of you, and then you see these scenes of random people looking through their phones, stopping what they're stopping. Right. This is a, this is a big thing. Stopping what they're doing. And there was a scene of of a guy in the middle of the street driving, stopping. Looking at his phone, and then someone beeping, bringing them back to reality. Yeah, that's driving. scary. You're driving. Yeah, and then you see, uh, you see a guy about to play basketball, looking at his phone. Oh, <laughs> he takes off his things and play basketball, and then you see Billy just looks down his laptop and just goes right back to his silent retreat. And he kind of closes his eyes, and he's. You don't, don't see happen. what happened. Who died? Did they get the shot? It's left to your interpretation. Well, the, those snipers were the worst snipers. Oh, they missed a lot. They missed so many shots of a guy sitting in a car. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. But I thought it was just beautiful because, like, how blinded we are. How much we're just hooked. Yeah. How much we're hooked on the one story and then going to the next story. And I felt like this is a Black Mirror episode that did that fine. Without even processing. Exactly. Because you have to remember the people like on the street at the end, like the end little montage there, they were looking at their phone, you know, because the news popped up. Yeah. And then they immediately went back to what they were doing. What they read was hostage taken, shots fired, mm-hmm. um, uh, um, uh, man killed, maybe yeah. killed. Police standoff, yeah. hundreds of police, international, they're in USA and all that stuff too. And they're just like, oh, okay. Okay. And then yeah. right back to Right back to their right lives. Right back to their lives. Like that like that didn't just happen. But they legit stopped for a nap. They stopped to see something they didn't care about. Yeah. Something they didn't truly care about. They stopped. They dropped everything. Just to look at eh, shrug your shoulders and then Yeah. And you see that everywhere in this world. And I thought that was a beautiful rendition of the concept of how we are hooked on social media. And they've done this in multiple episodes, but in a different different tone, in different like different style. But it was good to see that after having a like Lost or Fresh episode. Yeah. I think this is probably maybe top five episodes. Of all time? Yeah. Sm- oh of all time. I, I really Smetherine's like top five. Uh, yeah. To me I thought it was beautiful and the ending song is actually one of like would you put it in your top five ones? Yeah, no, it's my top five. It's in your top five. Yeah. What did it knock out? I can't really remember, <laughs> but I know number one will always be hated by the nation. Hated by the nation. And that's a social media episode where social media was choosing who to kill. But yeah. still, I I don't know. I, I think the ending song with Andy Williams was a great rendition and a great way to close it to capsulate this whole great episode. Personally. Yeah, to yeah. The, the show off the, just kind of like the theme of it. Because mm-hmm. you do kind of have your eyes on everything. And there's a happy ending though. Because that girl he was having sex with at the beginning... Oh, yeah. ...had an issue with her daughter because she died. And she's been trying to figure out emails. She says, well, I, I typed three times a day. I'm locked out for a whole day. And he asked Billy Bauer to talk to the guy who owns that social media to give him the password. That was his last wish. And then she was able to log into her 
Right. It was a Persona account. Yeah, so Persona. Yeah. Persona. Mm-hmm. To access and, it. You know, see her old pictures. and Well, she wanted to figure out why her daughter killed herself. Yeah. And his daughter killed herself. And he was at a... In the beginning, the character, uh, the main character, he was at this meeting. Mm-hmm. And I assume it was maybe a meeting about people who committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the person. Or lost. Or, or lost. People yeah. that have lost people. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't said anything yet. So, And he said, um, uh, the, the woman was like, I haven't heard you speak yet. He was like, well, I'm waiting for the right time. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the right time. Mm-hmm. And we know what, we learned what the right time was. Yep. And that was to Billy Bauer in the car in the cornfield. To help. Yeah. And yeah, that was a nice happy ending personally for me. Even though it's sad to see like humanity just withers away into its mundane routines. Yeah. But that's... If... If, like, this, like, social media, the show, social media craze doesn't, like, die down a little bit, we may end up in a kind of a really, really desensitized state. And we're going to be on one of your favorite episodes where you have to be socially rated. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. might. Fucking well, you, nosedive. Nose that yep. Yeah. Yep, we're going to be, we're going to be in that type of situation. Nope. I don't ever want to be in that situation. Nope. But it's a possibility. So what do you think about the episode, personally? Smithereens? Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. I really, um, I enjoyed it. I thought all the people, like, were fucking great. I thought all the actors were fantastic. Um, the atmosphere was pretty good. I really love um, stories like that, where there's, you know, he's, he can, the person kidnaps someone, or people, but they're, you know, they're like the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Like you follow the protagonist as they kidnap people, mm-hmm. well, they and they kidnap people and they start to open up to these people and then like the people they kidnap start to like, you know, they start to become kind of warm yeah. towards each other. Not like not like a, a Stockholm syndrome type yeah. of deal, but to like yeah, you know, understand where you're coming from, but you can't do this though. Yeah. And they start to like, you know they go from hostage and like hostagey or what is that? No, oh, no hostage and hostage taker. Yeah. Hostage and hostage taker to. Um, well, they're still the hostage taker, but now they're on kind of like talking terms when they really shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think I saw that for the first time. Not for the first time, but I really noticed it in this old movie that had Ice Cube in it called uh, First Sunday. Really? <laughs> for Ice Cube and uh, Tracy Morgan, they took a church hostage. Oh, wow. Um, they're going to take the I money. Saw take the money I saw that. I saw that church. It was pretty... Uh, Pretty heinous thing, but you and know they, everyone started warming up to them and yeah, understanding what they did. I think, think like Cedric the Entertainer was there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Cat Williams too. And they all started like warming up to each movie. other. And eventually, Tracy Morgan was on the churchgoer side. Like he was like, "I don't even want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to hang out with these church people. They're good people, and mm-hmm. I need good people." And I, I was, I like those kind of stories. So I like this story, the way mm-hmm. uh, the main character and what is I cannot think of what the intern's name is, but the intern. You know, obviously they're, they're like, I don't want to say hate each other. Intern's like super scared. Yeah, he's frightened. And the the main character, he's he's also scared, but he's just doing his thing. He's determined. Right, but yeah. like as soon as like the intern like learns what, what, what and why this man is doing this, he's he's like, okay, I get it. I get yeah. it. If we can get you out of here alive, you can get better. Yeah. And that was kind of like his. That was kind of his mindset during his, like, final gambit where he, like, tried to take the gun. Um, but it was clear, like, the main character wasn't trying to leave there alive. Nope. Like, he didn't, he didn't feel like he deserved to be alive. 
And I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't put it on my top five. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be like, this beats out Nosedive or beats out White Christmas or beats out anyone, especially not Archangel. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but but yeah. I like it a lot. No, that's maybe, good. Maybe it would be in the top ten. Maybe what? Yeah. yeah, top ten. Maybe Smithereen will be there. But I'm not sure. But the next episode, it's a little bit weird. I would say, I didn't really mind it, but it felt like it had different tones and vibes. And the next one is basically just, it's called Rachel, Jack, and Ashley, too. And this is the one with Miley Cyrus. Oh, it's, they did the most cliche thing and made Miley Cyrus' character a pop star. Right, she was a pop star. Now, I think this episode would have been good in the late 2000s. Maybe, yeah. When... You started seeing celebrities started to... It looked like they were starting to sell out. I think that was more prevalent then. I think social media and hate mob stuff is more prevalent now. Yeah. I think this episode is 10 years too late, personally. Because we're kind of out of, like, the, the poppy. Like, the, the, the sugar... The sugar candy pop stars. We're, but we're out of that. what it did... It, it's it's okay. I mean, it was... It was a... bit. It's not... The worst, but it's not the best. But it's, I did like its premise. Like basically, it was a cliche. We gotta save Ashley, cause guess what? Auntie's going to try to kill her and sell her to the whole world, basically. Yeah. And it felt so mundane and cliche, and it kind of pissed me off because I was just like, I would have really loved to see Miley Cyrus stretch her acting ability, cause I felt like she did a lot of cool things as a voiceover. With the Ashley too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this movie was kind of like Molly Sauer saying, "I can act too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not just Hannah Montana. You know, I'm, I can do act." Which I, I understand. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing about this episode is that, like you say, it's like mundane and like you say, it's not great and it's not not the worst. This is one of my least favorite episodes mm-hmm. of all time. Really? It's no crocodile. Okay. Yeah. Right? It's no metalhead. Yep. But this is, like, number three. Like, I despise this episode. Now, why? Okay. So, it starts off... Here's what I, here's the mindset I went in with, right? Yeah. I looked at the premise. I didn't read the description. Yeah. I looked at the premise, you know. You have the two... Sisters. Sisters, right? And a single dad and actually the pop star. Now, the way they're setting up, I was like, okay, this sister, the younger sister, is, you know, really loves this pop star. I was like, Please she's going to fall into a delusion... And um, and the theme is going to be, you know, how idols are pushed these days and how how they're still, like... We've seen that so much. Yeah, we've seen that a lot, but that's what I was expecting. Um, but they started to show that maybe it wouldn't, she... Because then the Ashley 2s came out, and then I was like, okay, so maybe she'll get, like, so invested in the Ashley 2, it'll be kind of weird. Because like, yeah. she was like, this is my only friend, and the Ashley 2 had some personality. I mean, it was based off of the, char- the Ashley mm-hmm. character's personality. And, um, but the way they interacted, like, the way she was talking us there, that was, that was kind of cool. I would kind of... Well, when she had the... When they took away that, uh, suppression thing... Yeah, I was going to get to that. Yeah. Well, um, and I thought that was, that was pretty cool. You know, you don't see many single single father stories either. No. So it was cool. Like, it's, the dad was weird. He was, like, a rat trap maker, and he's always, like, trying to get people to revamp their pest control into his. Which, you know, the hustle is real. Um... But, you know, I had the sister and older sister, like, dynamic and stuff. You're lame. Well, you're, you're a weird... It's cliche. Yeah, yeah. Very, very cliche. And the older sister obviously didn't like the Ashley 2 at first. 
and then actually to start like asking her questions and stuff and she asked like she had she said a good thing where the older sister was you know describing what kind of music she liked and she just said she listened to him because her mom listened to it mm-hmm. and Ashley was like so you only listen to music that your mom listened to and I was like that's how she said it mm-hmm. and like the older sister was like Ashley go to sleep mm-hmm. I mean you could tell it made her mad but it made her think yeah I was like okay okay I was like maybe this is going on to something maybe actually two is going to affect the whole family or something with like it's inquisitive questions but i also had in the back of my head i was like all right this thing is like collecting data yeah for something yeah and um and then it went to you know ashley's point of view and this is where i liked it i liked ashley's point of view yeah because it's always because that's kind of how it is like for those like pop stars young too yeah, yeah. for the young especially like the child ones like the young teens or even younger they're the uh, adult supervisors are always like really manipulative manipulative of them. that's kind of a personal thing for her too yeah and you could see that and you could see um you know the aunt was like a, with an iron fist trying to met her up and stuff yeah give her all this medication and like I felt bad for her cause that's honestly that's probably something Miley Cyrus herself had to go through yeah, yeah. at least on a maybe a little bit milder because the aunt was like just clean breaking the oh see like I didn't really like that because I, I hate like blatant evil characters no no I'm yeah. with you bro yeah, I'm with you so wack remember this is my le- one of my least favorite episodes yeah. I'm with you I thought that she was too evil there was no like there was no gray I'm like you're oh here her reason is because I had to take care of you at a young age. It's like, get the fuck what over did, it. Did your family, like... Right, that's your fucking niece. Like, are you kidding me? You made a lot of money off of her, too, so, um, like, I don't understand what the resentment is. Yeah, it's like, why are you treating her this way? If she wants to write new music, let her write new music. It's like, what are you doing? And, you know, the... And she, like, made her overdose. Well, she was given Miley Cyrus meds. Mm-hmm. Right, Ashley meds. But she wasn't taking them. Because she wanted to write dark tunes. And yeah. the Mez, like, made her compliant and made her, write, like, do all the poppy shit she didn't like. Yeah. She trying to write dark tunes. Whatever. She's trying to evolve exactly. as a musician. Exactly. And so she would grab the pills and stash them away. Mm-hmm. And then um, the fucking aunt put a camera in her dressing room, caught her stashing the pills, and then, you know, did, it like, an evil monologue thing. Like, pulled out her, like... Ashley's diary and it's like oh you really think these things and Ashley's like give me the diary and then they had just eaten tacos and shit like fish tacos mm-hmm. or something like that and then uh, the aunt was like sit down because Ashley had just jumped out of her seat and yelled you're, you're a bitch or something like that yeah and um, she's like sit down and she's like no I'm not going to and it's like but you will and I actually sat down and she was like why the fuck did I just do that and she's getting all wobbly and it turned out the mom like powdered all the pills. This was a lot of pills. Like, this mm. is enough pills to kill anyone. Yeah. Into her food. Which, I'm not sure if that would work. They really think off. They didn't really think too much about... Yeah, maybe not that. Stuff. I don't know if that would work if you just crushed it up and put it in a whole bunch of food. But I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. And then she, you know, went to, like, a coma. Permanent coma. For six over. months. For six months. And here is the moment I checked out. What was that? I checked out... When they brought up that they brought up before that, oh, I hear music in my dreams and then I jot it down. When they brought up that they can look into her dreams and <laughs> jot down the Notes. music and then like brought it into like a computer thing and like make songs out of it and pitch shift it and like and use like like voice things from the Ashley twos. I was like, get the fuck out of here. 
I couldn't. I couldn't with that thing. So it was like access to dreams really just put you off? <laughs> yeah, but that's what like turned me off. But and I'll be real, I'll be totally honest with the entire yeah. the entire audience. I didn't finish it. No? I didn't finish the episode. On purpose. I turned it off. And I turned it off um when the two <laughs> sisters plugged in their Ashley 2. And you started to bring this up earlier, but I cut you off like an asshole. Nah, sorry. Um, they plugged in Ashley 2 into their dad's computer. Somehow it's compatible. I don't know. Into their dad's computer. And they saw that, oh, Ashley's whole mind is in the Ashley 2s. But a small section is what's active. Everything's closed off to that small section that the Ashley 2 does. So... They reactivate it now. Oh, we have a perfect Ashley in the Ashley too, and she's a she's a wisecracking, sailor mouthed, uh, former pop star. But she's also like a robot, so she's doing all these like robot gestures while she's doing it, and like that's we we turned it off shortly after that when they came up with the plan of like getting into her house. Her house. We turned it off right before that. So you're going to have to finish it cuz that's where we turned it oh, off. Oh, yeah. So and they they, like, that's they steal they Porter steal her dad's that. car. Her her very obvious rat killing car and the the aunt leaves to to promote the promote Ashley Forever, which is basically you remember the Tupac uh, VR thing? Yeah. The augment or that it was that it was for that. Ashley, yeah. Okay. But for everywhere, like I think you could have it at your house and stuff. A person will actually that will sing to you. So they leave, and they just they 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 freaking burn rubber and go into her house. And here's the part problem: she's a rich celebrity. There's no cameras at all, no actual security besides the big, like cliche white tough guy. Yeah. And they go and say, "Oh, we got a rep infection problem. The lady called me, and I got to clean. Can I bring my sister?" And they come in. And, like, obviously she's distracting the guy while the her little sister goes up to find where Ashley is. And they find Ashley. Hooked up to all the machines. Yeah, reading all of her stuff. And the little Ashley, too, goes and finds a wire and unplugs her. Right. They, like, obviously thinking, like, okay, I'd rather be dead than hooked up to a machine. Right, people and, stealing my memories yeah. and stuff. And, uh... The bigger sister, she tases the security guard. Yeah. They go upstairs, and oh, Ashley's dead. I'm crying. She wakes up. Oh, she wakes up. Yeah, she wakes up. Cause obviously she was drugged, yeah. and they they unplug it so none of the drugs are coming to her body. She freaks out. The bigger agent or lawyer comes in, and is like, oh, uh, Ashley's awake. We'll put her back under, and you know he has a needle. And then the two sisters beat the shit out of him, hit him in the head. They steal Ashley, and they go to a car chase because they race to the uh, uh, the stage or wherever they were when they were about to promote the new Ashley Forever. Mm-hmm. And they get chased by a cop, and they break into the theater, and she gets out of the car. Ashley gets out of the car? Yeah, Ashley gets out of the car. She's been laying in bed in a coma for six months. Yeah, well, you know, stands, and, and no, yeah, out of the car. Yeah, and, you know, legs. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, no muscles. And she stands up. And just looks at her and flips off her aunt. And it does... The Black Mirror thing is they cut to black and they go to this... You see a scene where they're in the bar. And you see Ashley playing her rock metal with the sister. Okay. And, you know, you don't know what happened to the aunt. 
and you see some Ashley old Ashley fans come up to the bar or to the to the stage or it's like a little dive like dive bar. She's just playing like heavy metal and they're like, Ew, this is the Ashley and they walk away. And you see the little Ashley too, she has an anarchy little sticker and the episode just ends. Wow, so it just so it didn't get any better. No. Nah. Sorry, I hated everything you just said to me. Yep, that's how it ends and it, I the problem is this this whole season I felt like it was trying to appeal to an American crowd. But not realizing that it already appealed to an American crowd yeah, with its premises. Don't like appeal to just like one crowd. Appeal to everybody. And I really hope for season six that they expand more episodes and kind of go back to basics. Br- Britain, British, Britain. I feel like it's it works more for Charlie Broker, the 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 owner, writer, and all that. Yeah. I think it works better for him because he understands British people, but he also understands like technology and its dark side and I felt like they really they really lost themselves in this season except for Smithereen. Yeah. Well it seems like they were focused on more of the social aspect of humanity as opposed to the technological aspect of mm-hmm. it. Like there's the the previous seasons it was the fear of the loss of humanity through technology. Yeah. Now this is the fear of losing our humanity through social things yeah like through idols through social media through video games video video games Uh, there's like a there's like a clear thing except on the other side with the fear of losing humanity through social things social um experiences yeah it's done to death a lot it's done to death like we've seen that already we have we can go and think about that we can look up all kinds of news articles yeah and 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 find studies on that on the previous ones we like, we didn't start thinking about that kind of stuff until we saw the episodes. Yeah. What if we could walk around and rate everyone as if it was social media? Yeah. What, what, what would happen then? Like, how would life turn? What if people were rated, like, giving, like, what if people were treated differently based on how much people, like, liked them? Yeah. But on an app, like, yeah. Not so much, you know, physically like them, because no one in that world... I'm talking about Nosedive, by the way. Yeah. No one liked each other. Everyone was so fake and plastic. And it was 100% accurate to how people sometimes see each other online. Yeah. And that's just... It was as if... Nosedive was as if you stepped inside of social media. Yeah. Like, you hopped into social media. That's what Nosedive was. And I still remember Nosedive clearly because it left an impact on me. Because it made me think. And that's what Black Mirror is supposed to do. Make you think. And not make you be like, did I just waste my time? And then, Which is what I felt like. Yeah. And it's a shame. Because like you said, they have good actors. Yeah, but the problem is, they advertise way too much of the actors yeah. than the actual concepts. And I feel like the episode that didn't really have the high caliber actor was Smithereen. Right. Because the main actor was, I can't even tell you what his name is. But it worked. And because they didn't advertise that. They just worked with the story premise and they didn't plaster the face with, look at this guy, look at this guy, look who we can afford, look who do we can afford. And I felt like they did that good with John Hamm. Yeah, and John Hamm was great. And they, they cast him in like the perfect role. And he was like the most famous we got. Yeah. I mean, now the guy from the first episode, from fi- second episode, 15 Million Mares, now he's famous. Yeah. But he wasn't famous then. He was just the guy from 15 exactly. Million Mares. 
but it is what it is. I really hope that they get their stuff together and like really take the constructive criticism to heart and don't listen to obviously the the blatant negative bullcrap that you always hear. Yeah. But just work and improve your things. Don't hold back. Don't say, oh, we're sorry that we disappointed. You did what you did because you thought that was what was right. Right. Just move on forward. Yeah. Just move forward. Don't backtrack to a point where you're redundant and start retreading old things. Progress. Work on things. That's why you only have a season once a year and you can have six, seven episodes because you give these creative teams time to work on stuff. Yeah, yeah, time and kind of the leeway. Yeah. As long as your thing is technology somewhat based, you're good. Let these creators work. And that's what I appreciate for Black Mirror and Netflix. They let their creators work. Right, and they pump out some creative stuff. It's just sometimes you get stuff like this. Sometimes. No one, no series has a perfect season. Nah. Um, But this, it also kind of leaves like a, a bad taste in my mouth for Bandersnatch. Uh, you already know I don't like Bandersnatch, yeah. but they have credited Bandersnatch as saying season five isn't long because there's enough footage for in Bandersnatch that we could have a whole season. It's fine. Um, but Bandersnatch wasn't even, like the, the novelty wore all fast as shit. For me, I was like, oh, now I gotta stop and fucking choose this and... Yeah, it's it, they said it has a total of 300 minutes of content, which is five hours. Five hours, but I don't care. I mean, I thought the concept was so cool, but I felt like, dude, I keep on repeating this, I keep on repeating this, I keep on repeating this. And I understand that it, it was kind of like losing your mind in it, but like I don't want to lose my mind. It was high concept. Uh, it was high concept, and it still needs a lot of work. Yeah, it, and it just, you could tell... And this is, like, some of the problems I have with video games that have, like... Choices, Like, right? choices. You could tell there was a good ending. Mm-hmm. Like, there was an ending you were supposed to get to. Yeah. And I hate that. Like, you, you just know what the, the good ending is. Oh, like, the canonical ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like that. If you're going to have a game or a show with multiple endings and multiple branches and multiple choices, make each one, like, feasible. Don't have one where he dies, like, 40 minutes in. Don't have one where he goes to jail. Don't have one where he's a big, giant success. Mm-hmm. Don't have one where he's not so much of a success, but his offspring's a success. Yeah. And don't have one that doesn't get started because you do what you're supposed to do in the very beginning. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you know which one you're supposed to go. Yeah. The success route. Exactly. And that's that gives you... That, that stops you from going, what's the best choice for this situation? Yeah. And it makes you go, what's the best choice for this character to get to the end goal that is definitely where I Because honestly, what you want to do is you want to succeed. Mm-hmm. He, he's trying to make a game. And, and like, you understand, like, that's what the character wants. Yeah. The character doesn't want to fail. And it's not so much what you want. Yeah. You're not making the decision. It's trying to trick you like you're making the decision. Yeah. You're just trying to make the good... Because one of the decisions was, like, really stupid. It was, like, be silent or, like, kill your dad. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that, that went, like, zero to a hundred really quick. I, like, I was like, what the fuck kind of decision is this? I was like, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. And it just became cumbersome. And that's why Telltale closed down. Because it felt redundant. And well, they also, like, were releasing way too many things. 
but the formula was way too redundant and they weren't changing it. And, they, and obviously they said the one thing that you hate is they had a clear ending to yeah, their episodes or season. That you knew. What's coming and where it was going. You knew which relationships you should foster. You yeah. knew which relationships you shouldn't foster. Don't and ever advertise bad. your thing saying, choose your ending. Choose the way you want to end. Yeah. Choose your path. I'm like... But you got me. You, you you got a clear, concrete path of what the actual ending is. Especially if it's like a franchise. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's Black Mirror. Right. And especially if the character like has a goal from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right? He's like, I'm making a game, and I want the game to be a success. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the goal. That's not your goal. That's not my goal. That's the character's goal. Exactly. And the character is so... The character is not so much of a blank slate... That you can put yourself into his shoes. He's not. He has a weird relationship with his dad. The whole thing was just really weird. It, There's so many weird <laughs> things that didn't make any sense. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, he's is he crazy? Are people really watching him? And at the end of the day, you're just, at least me, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I really hope that they don't like start cutting like seasons in half to do these choose your own adventures type stuff. I hope not, because it did get really good reception, even though I didn't like it personally. Because it's something new. It's something new. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, so, but I really hope that they don't see this and be like, well, let's let's do another Bandersnatch. Let's do something different. And I really hope that, like, it doesn't take away from the actual Black Mirror, yeah. like, series. But that's besides the point. All I can say is this season's Black Luster. It's not really good. It's probably tied for, like, maybe the worst. Worst season? Well, for, it didn't help that it only had three episodes. And there's only one good episode. Yeah, and there's one good episode. That means a third of your season is trash. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two-thirds of your season is trash. I thought last season was actually the best. Season four. What episodes were in season four? It was uh, USS Cal- uh, Cal- uh, Caliber. Cal- Calister. Calister. USS Calister. They had the... the Playtest? Playtest. It had the uh, Black Museum. Black Museum, okay. I uh, had... Uh, was that uh, Hang the DJ as well? I, I want to say yes. I'll just look it up. I'll look it up. <laughs> just because like, I don't want to give people the wrong, yeah, the like, wrong info. Black Mirror season. But yeah, like last season it had like... like It didn't have like the, 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 the all-time greats, but everything was consistent. Consistent on like... Yeah, this is pretty good. This is actually amazing. This is... Wow. Oh, season four had your favorite, had Archangel. Archangel was season four. Had one of your worst, Crocodiles. Oh, had, and Crocodile. And had, Metalhead, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I hate <laughs> that one. Hang the DJ in the Black okay. Museum. Hang the DJ was on, and Black Museum was on your top five. Oh, I love Hang the DJ. It, personally, is something that I'm feeling right now, personally. Okay. But, um. Uh, All right, here's, no. here's something I want to say, like, real quick. Um, uh, before me and Ben... Uh, carbon chicken. Yeah. Um, we did a uh, top five Black Mirror episodes in like a previous podcast. Yeah. And uh, my top five was Archangel. Uh, I believe Black Museum was on it. Yeah. White Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, um, no dive. Uh, no dive. Yeah. And I'm trying to think what the other ones. Like Man on Fire or something like that. It was the one with the soldiers. Yeah, one with the soldiers. I think it's yeah. Man on Fire, but it might not be Man on Fire. That was my top five, and your top five was. It was uh. Uh, hated by the nation, hated in the nation. It's probably not. This is probably not all in order. Except hated in the nation, huh? Except for hated in the nation. Yeah, yeah. Hated the nation number one. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, uh, hang the DJ. Ah, uh, uh, black museum. Black. I think black museum was five, mm-hmm. and I know one. Wait, boom, 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 boom. Is that four I already got? 
Um, you said Hated by the Nation. Hank the DJ. Oh, um, the one with the the one with the kid. Yeah, it was shut yeah. up and dance. Shut up and dance. Shut that up and dance. one yeah. was ooh pissed me off at the end in a, in a very good way. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, those were our top five. But a lot of them came from season four. They were season say. four was a good one. I mean, obviously there there is a place for Metalhead. There is a place for obviously Crocodile because people love depressing things. They were way too depressing for me. I but, didn't like Crocodile because I thought it was pointless. Yeah. I thought Crocodile was pointless. But besides the point. Have more seasons like that where you have a flavor of something different every single way. Because they were speaking of a message different every episode. And I felt like, like you said, this season was kind of just telling one type of flat type of story. That we've seen a hundred times. Exactly. And technology, and, that, and what I liked about the other season is technology went advanced, modern, middle, advanced. And I felt like in this season it was just kind of in our time. Yeah, all of it was just different methods yeah instead of facebook it was smithereen yeah. instead of um instead of vr it was the san junipero yeah. deck which is a good episode and i mean the fucking the miley cyrus one was pretty modern well you stopped watching it so yeah yeah, yeah. so watching. that must have been really bad for you <laughs> as a viewer yeah and i watched all of crocodile well the thing with crocodile was that it got super stupid well i thought the whole thing was stupid <laughs> but when they like revealed that because in Crocodile, for yeah. anyone, just a quick refresher, there's mm-hmm. a woman, her and her husband kill someone, and now she's like built this big career, and the husband comes back and says he's going to tell everyone, so she kills the husband by pushing him over yeah. to the floor, mm-hmm. and he dies. I have no idea. I have no idea how he I dies. think he's like it's a neck injury or something. It, it, maybe. Yeah. And then she goes on just like a killing spree of anyone that could potentially, you know, get her. And then if we follow this um, this interrogator who uses... This thing that hooks onto people and it reads like their memories. Which was a cool Which concept. Cool I like that concept. That was a cool tech. Yeah. But and she was like trying to solve the crimes with these yeah. murders and stuff. Which is fine, you know? It's, yeah. that's, that's good. Um, had the killer been different, had yeah. it not been her name, Mia was her name. Had it been someone else. Um, and her killer she was just so such a bad character. Um, but anyway, and then, you know, Mia goes to yeah, goes to the detective's house, kills her, kills the dad, kills the uh, the husband. It's so stupid. I don't know how she keeps getting the jump. Yeah, on it's like it's really dumb. It's just like like how like this is a grown ass man yeah. who was aware she was there. Yeah, it it just or maybe I, he wasn't, but still, I, he's a grown ass. Felt man. like they didn't like. It, it felt like it was a very Kishimoto thing where it's like I don't know how to end this. Yeah, and then they had a son, right? They had mm-hmm. a son, right? Or a, yeah, yeah, a son, a baby, and she kills the baby. Because she was like, oh, no, the baby saw me, and they'll read the baby's memories, right? And then they're like, oh, did you guys know that the baby was born deaf and blind at the end? And then I the- was so, oh, my God, I remember, I remember that. That was the dumbest so thing, stupid. because I felt like they wrote that last second. Yeah, the baby was yeah like, it didn't matter. Because that would have been cool if the baby did see it, but, like, babies and don't retain memories. The babies can't retain memory. That's the problem. And then... She gets busted because they put the memory thing on, on a, a hamster. On a hamster. On a hamster. <laughs> oh, like, are you kidding me? Because the hamster had the view. Nowhere did they say that this thing works on animals. Memory works different when animals, especially small gerbils or, or small animals, I remember, I'd imagine, maybe. I remember when you told me you hated I thought the gerbil was paying attention. Remember when you told me you hated that episode? I, I watched it. I watched it and, like... Uh, 
I was laughing. I was like, wait, I thought they were going to go to the baby room. I was like, interesting, interesting. And then they're like, and the hamster. Because they like legit grabbed the hamster and they had the little device on his head. I was like, when did they get like that miniaturized, the device? Yeah, right. It's been like a full head cow. Yeah. Up until that moment. And now it fits on a hamster. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm so mad now. Ah. Oh, like a nice little conversation. And now I'm fucking mad. Please don't make episodes like that where it, like you can't solve it. It seems like you're writing as the episode was like yeah. being filmed. Or if you want to introduce a problem like that, just don't solve it. Yeah. Have it be just a bitter bad ending. Or just don't film episodes like that. Or just don't have episodes like that. Yeah. Just just please have points to your episode. There's no points. They're like, oh, she played like she was she was sad, but she was actually a ruthless killer. That's why it's called Crocodile, because Crocodile Tears. And I'm like, no. She wasn't a ruthless killer. Y'all, there's no way she could have actually killed anyone. She was like 90 pounds. She was slight. There's no way she should have killed the husband, because the husband was taller, heavier. How did she push him over, and how did he die on impact? With the ground. This is from a standing position, guys. From a standing position downwards. Don't watch the episode and see the scene for yourself. Right? I mean, I just spoiled everything for you, but you don't... But you don't have the visual of it yet. This is stupid. Like, this is so stupid. But... I think we should close it off mm-hmm. after having that I'm so sorry. bad tangent. I'm so sorry. I don't want this bad tangent of a bad episode, yeah. but hey, we're humans. We have we have emotions, and we need to let them out somehow. To Black Mirror's credit, we really love the series, which is why we get so upset about these kind of things, which is why we get so enamored with some of these things. Because I would have called season five complete utter garbage if it wasn't for Smithereens. Right, Smithereens was I just different. called it mediocre at best. Right. Yep. So far, they haven't had a one hundred percent bad season. No, but please don't don't start inching closer to that realm. Please right. don't. We don't. We don't need any more social media bad, yeah. video game bad. We don't need any more of that. Yeah. We have enough of that. We get told that every single day of our lives. Exactly. Think of better concept. You have a whole year to figure out. So please do it. And no more banner snatches, guys. Come on. Choose your shot. Choose your own adventures. Gotta wait. Gotta wait. Like, Technology's not there yet. We're not, or, like, we're the not there that for, the, for that to be fun. For, for everybody. I mean. But hey, if they do something different, at least they can say they tried. So They tried. And they did try. Yeah. They're not saying they don't try. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> okay. That was our kind of quick, fast-paced review of Season 5 of Black Mirror and our thoughts on it. Um, we will not be having TV discussions normally on the podcast um so this is just a special occasion mm-hmm. because it's something that's near and dear to our hearts if something else crazy comes out that i don't quite know what else i would fall off the path of fighting games to talk about but this is definitely one of them <laughs> um if you want to read if you want to hear people's opinions on like comic books and stuff there's more on the food chain page of actual reactions and and stuff like that uh, from the other members of the food chain. But here, we're about fighting games and apparently Black Mirror. Yeah. Hey, season season five had a fighting game, so... It had could, a fighting game. You could get away yeah. with that. Yeah, um, that's my excuse, and I'm yeah. sticking to it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're going to wrap it up there. Yep. Thank you for joining me, Carbon Chicken, for this... Honestly, the whole episode is just like a tangent to what I normally do. Pretty much, so but I... appreciate I'm you coming on. Happy that I was here to voice my opinion as well. So thank you for having me here. It is an honor and a pleasure. And as always, everyone, I am Mick Whoopi Goldberg. We are The Food Chain, and this has been the Bottom of the Pit Podcast, where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. Have a good night, sweetie.